Welcome to the Work Hard, Play Hard podcast. My name is Rob Murgatroyd, and I am a former doctor turned lifestyle entrepreneur. Each week, I interview some of the best minds on the planet on the science of achievement and the art of fulfillment. Today's episode is a mini-sode that we call Fried Dates with the Wife. In these mini-sodes, my wife Kim and I deconstruct the strategies that we've developed over the last decade to not only grow personally, but to turn our struggles into lessons and create fulfillment in all areas of our lives. Excuses are over. It's time to live. Let's dig into today's topic. All right, before we jump into this episode, I want to invite you to be considered for my Work Hard, Play Hard Mastermind by completing an application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com. So this mastermind is not like any mastermind you may have been to or heard of, I promise you. This mastermind is for six to seven figure entrepreneurs that are working too damn much and aren't taking the time to have amazing experiences around the world with an incredible tribe of people. So every 100 days or so, I drop you into new experiences that are specifically designed to elevate your thinking, to give you new ideas. Look, you get your best ideas not staring at a computer. And actually, this is the way high-level people really collaborate with each other. They do it over a glass of champagne, watching the sunset in the south of France. And we'll be doing things just like that. In fact, we'll be taking a vintage car ride through the French Riviera this summer. And we'll be truffle hunting in Florence in the fall, to name just a few of the experiences so that I can give you a feel for it. So if you are ready to do some fun stuff around the world and really, really want to level up your tribe in one shot, fill out an application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com. We'll jump on a call and we'll see if it's a good fit. All right, let's jump into today's episode. Kimberly, I'm traveling around the world. Murgatroyd, how are you doing on this fine, I don't even know what day of the week it is, but it's Friday for those of you that are listening. How are you doing, honey? <laughs> I'm doing great. It's a beautiful day here in the uh, Montenegro area, and uh, I'm excited. You're eating grapes in Montenegro, I'm, I see. I'm, I'm literally eating grapes. Do you know we have a grape vine in the back? No. Of this house? No, but I think the bugs fall on me when I journal in the morning <laughs> off the grapevine. What are we talking about today? We are talking about the most recent... Thing that you've learned from Uncle Darren. And now we'll we'll explain what we mean, but these are the buckets, uh, financial buckets that we are going to be building as we transition our life into California. And we'll get super clear and help you guys with this because I think that, you know, if you're like Rob and I, we are in a massive um, state of transition and we're getting ready to move cross country. We, I mean, we've already packed up our stuff. We're in Europe for four months. And then we're going to land back in the US in California. And California is expensive. Real estate's expensive. Taxes are more expensive. Mil- everything is more expensive. Schooling, milk, whatever. So we needed a new financial plan to take our family to the next level. And Uncle Darren helped you with that while we were uh, in Meeknos. So, you know, for those of you that don't know, who's Uncle Darren, Rob? 
Uncle Darren is um, is a chiropractor who has created a company now that is outside of the world of chiropractic and into something that he just pulled out of thin air. And it doesn't matter what it is; it's in the wellness space. But it's it's valued at uh, just I don't know, maybe it's a hundred million dollars now. It's crazy. And I always get different pieces of advice from him. Uh, to give you like a random example, this this last go around, I was asking him about a goal, and he and he said. Um, and I said, well, I just don't know how I would, you know, get there. Let's use it. Let's use the example of I want ten million dollars. And he said, well, why are you focusing on the how? I'm like, well, how am I going to get it if I don't focus on the how? He's like, do you think that you grow with each level and you learn new things as you go along your life and you get smarter? Do you think that you learn new things as you progress in different levels? And I'm like, of course. He said, well, to progress to somebody who's going to make to use this example, a $10 million, you have to be somebody different and you're not gonna know what that person knows until you become that person. So you don't know what you don't know yet. You're gonna learn the skills along the journey to be able to exit a company at 10 million. Yes, yes. So you, so it is by, by definite, by that definition, it is impossible for you to know how to get there until yeah. you reach different levels to learn it. So that's one one Uncle Darrenism, right? And we always get something. I'll give you one real quick. And I know we've probably talked about it before, but people talk about what they're working out. And what I love about this is it gives a little sneak peek, you know, into someone's brain. So let's say someone is always talking about ego. Ego is, you know, not your amigo and ego this and ego that. If you see a like a common theme in someone's social media or posting or conversations you're having with them, then what you can kind of garner from that is that they're struggling with their ego. And, you know, I thought that was so great because it, it, so many Instagram, you know, self-proclaimed experts out there that a lot of times you end up following the wrong person when you and them are actually really just trying to work out the exact same problem, they're just doing it vocally at like an external processor, right? They're they're vocally doing it out and sharing what they learn along the way. That was a great Uncle Darrenism that I got from him. But I know, Rob, that you and Uncle Darren this time created this incredible financial plan for our family poolside in Mykonos. And that's what we're going to talk about today because I think it has so much value that it can bring to our audience who is in transition and trying to figure out exactly what to do. Well, you know, I love modeling people. Um, Sometimes I model people to a fault. And uh, I remember sitting at the pool with Darren and he opens up this app that he uses to manage his to-do list. And he's got three folders on it. And I'm, you know, like three digital folders. And the app is called? OmniFocus. Perfect. Um, which is for those of you that follow the concept of GTD, which is getting things done, it uses that system. Is that like gym tan laundry? <laughs> it would better be laundry, but yes. <laughs> so I was looking at it and I was and I, I was really perplexed that his entire life is functioning off of three folders. Because, you know, when I think about a hundred million dollar company, I I get this you know this visual of like opening up the back of a fuse box and seeing all the wires coming out like that's what a hundred million dollar company looks like in my head. But he has it very very simple. I was like, is that all you is that all you have? He's like, well, yeah, I just have three buckets. Um, you know, I'm I, I the company is here to serve my life, so I have three buckets of what I'm after from an economic standpoint, and and uh, I work on filling the first bucket, and then I fill the second bucket, and then I fill the third bucket, and right now I'm just about finished filling the second bucket. And I was like, oh, tell me more. And 
he said, well, you know, the three buckets, and, and this, is the, this is the point that Kim wanted me to get across to you. The three buckets are, the first one is called safety and security. And that's basically, he said, I just want to get myself out of any debt that I have and um, make sure that I've got a couple hundred thousand bucks in an account. If, uh, you know, the shit hits the fan, I, you know, a little emergency money. The next, the next one is comfort and pleasure. And that's where my house is paid off. And I got a couple of million bucks that the, the million bucks is throwing off enough interest to take care of my, you know, basic needs. Let's say a hundred, 150,000 a year. Um, and the last one is baller. And the baller is that, you know, I exit the company for, um, whatever his number is. I don't, I don't know how high his number is. So what, here's what I loved about it. I, what I love about these buckets is that you go in order, right? So first you do the safety and security bucket. And that means you're ridding yourself of any debt. You're saving for the oh shit fund. Then once that bucket is full, then you move into your comfort and pleasure bucket. And that's when you get to pay off your house and you can buy the car that you want. And you do those things that are all about building comfort and pleasure. And then you move to the baller bucket. Yeah, but the one piece to this that really struck me is, so if you use like, if you use the example of the first one, which is safety and security, right? Let's say that you're, let's say we'll use a round number. Let's say you've got 10,000 a month that you're paying in, in debt, right? Well, once that debt is paid off, then you freed up 10,000 bucks a month to be able to put towards the next bucket. And so there becomes this snowball effect as you're accomplishing different goals that you're taking money that you no longer need to be able to fund the second bucket. And then it starts, you know, it moves very, I guess the reason why they call it snowballs, it starts very, very small. But then before you know it, you've got this avalanche that happens um, on the backside of it. So Having these buckets were really an eye-opener for me. Now, here's the thing that I got from it. The thing that I got from it is that in theory, it's really, really simple. Like you, you know, I've, we've explained the concept and I'm sure that you understand the concept. But deciding on what those buckets are for you is interesting. And deciding on what the numbers associated with that buckets are create a lot of thinking, and then deciding on how you execute to accomplish those numbers creates a lot of thinking. So, you know, this is what I love about Darren. So he gives me the idea and I'm like, whoa, this is a great idea. Three buckets, avalanche. I love it. I'm just going to do that. Well, I had to sit there and I have spent, it's been exactly 30 days, probably today, since I got- Yeah, it has literally been 30 days since we got to Europe. Yeah, it was 30 days that I have been considering this concept and every single morning thinking about what those numbers are for me, us, and then thinking about how to execute those numbers. And it's taken me a full month to absorb and to be able to look at them. And when I tell you look at them, like I have beat this thing down so that um, I have clear timelines for all of it. Now, to my point earlier that you can't know the exact how of how everything is going to happen, the first bucket, you've he explained to me, you need to be super tight. It's like a three-year timeline. You need to be super tight about deadlines, what you're after, et cetera. 
Then the second one is a little looser because you don't know exactly how you're going to get there and what's going to happen. And then the third bucket is a lot looser because you have no idea how you're going to execute for $10 million or $100 million. Yeah, because I mean, again, if you had told us five years ago that in five years, you're going to be running masterminds, coaching, we'll be doing network marketing and traveling the world for four months, we would have both just laughed because we didn't have any vision of that really at the time. Here's what I love about this. Um, A couple of things I want to say. Because like I said, we're moving and we're in such this transition, right? So, you know, think back to what my my little tip from Uncle Darren was, was people talk about what they're working out. Well, what I'm working out is this transition from living in Georgia where things are relatively inexpensive to a very expensive place. We also happen to have a lot of friends that have moved to California, couldn't hang, couldn't swing it and ended up moving back to the cheaper place in Georgia. And we don't want to be those people. So we have multiple streams of income, which is what I believe everybody should have. We have residual income with network marketing, which is, I I mean, I don't know what we would do without it. But what I love about these buckets is that first bucket, safety and security, where you have no debt and you are putting money aside. Now that is what the American dream should be. But for some reason in America, we all believe that massive debt is normal. In some cases, some people even believe it's good. You're trying to keep up with the Joneses where you're trying to do this and that. And you know what you really have to do, you can get download OmniFocus. You can make these buckets. You can write the numbers and you can visualize this. But until, until you change the behaviors that are happening that's not going to fill these buckets. And so for us, I'm looking at, you know, our behaviors and our spending patterns and what our life was in Georgia and how we were able to have X amount of dollars at the end of the month and what our savings looked like and all of those things is going to be different than California. And what I'm beyond grateful for is this four months away, like this is changing everything. This is changing our our patterns, our spending patterns. This is changing our behavior because the small things like, and I know ladies, you'll feel me on this, a small thing like, hey, I'm bored. I'm going to go walk around Target ends up costing you like a hundred bucks every time. And I don't even know what the hell I had. What I'm learning on this trip is I truly, truly not only can live with a less is more mentality, but I want to. When we packed up our house, I I felt like I was I felt like I was in a clown car of packing. Like I'd open a drawer and I'd pull shit out and it was like never ending. I thought there was someone like a little man on the other side shoving more stuff in the drawer. It was never it's like the scarf that, that doesn't ends. stop pulling out. I was like, how did we get so much shit? Like we have a 16-foot pod for a two-bedroom apartment. Okay. It wasn't a very big place. They they were like, this could be this could fill a three bedroom house. You know, this pot is good for that. And I was like, okay, well, I guess that's what we'll use. We'll just have a lot of extra space. No, that bitch was packed to the rim. I cannot wait to get to California and empty that shit out and get rid of what we don't use. Rob and I are so guilty of if we find one t-shirt we like, we buy it in 17 colors. And that's fine until you don't like that t-shirt and you have to throw out 17 t-shirts. You know, so simplifying and changing the actual behavior patterns so you can fill that safety and security bucket and then move on to the comfort and pleasure bucket. I think that's a big, big piece of this. And there's a book. What's the book, Rob? 
Total Money Makeover. What's his name? Well, there's two books. One is um, by Dave Ramsey called Total Money Makeover, which I recommend. He's gonna. He's basically gonna. If you're a spender like I am, he's going to blast the shit out of you and bring you back down to reality if you truly want to create real wealth in your life. And uh, the other one is um, How to Go to Heaven and Make One Hell of a Profit. Uh, Google that. It's something something like that by uh, Dr. John uh, Demartini, which is where the concept of the buckets that Darren uses uh, came in. So let, let's stay with the bucket idea for just a second, right? It's taken a month, but at the end of this month, I really, really feel that we have a plan to create a $10 million exit with, with the company that, uh, that we're creating with uh, Work Hard, Play Hard. And, we have a, and we've also simultaneously spent time on working on your company with network marketing on residual income. So this is the, this is the thing that I want to share with, um, with you guys that are listening. When, when you're working with your spouse or you're thinking about working with your spouse, sometimes you'll have one business that you're working on and, you know, the other person has another business and it can get disjointed because, you know, hey, I need to work, I need to spend some time working on my thing. I need to spend some time working on my thing. And the cohesiveness of both of you working together, and I'm not really speaking to couples that don't work well with each other. I'm talking about couples that don't have goals that are in alignment with each other to help each other to accomplish those goals. And what we've done with this bucket thing is the following, and and, and this may or may not resonate with you, but, but I'll give it to you anyway. In coming up with these three different buckets, we've created what we want to do and how we have to fund those buckets. And the, I look at it like, um, it's like a muse, right? It's a slave, this, the slave to accomplish. I hate that word, but I don't know what else to use. The slave to accomplish the goal that we're after is my company, right? My company is going to allow those buckets to be filled or to service those buckets. And then we have our day-to-day living. And our day-to-day living is going to be accomplished through network marketing. And so we said, okay, well, what do we want? How much money do we need to live in Southern California to live the lifestyle that we want? And we came up with a number of what that is. And then we know that the network marketing company is going to service that. How much money do we want in our buckets? We know that my company is going to service that. So I am very, very interested in participating in any way that I could to help grow the network marketing company because I know it's going to take care of our day-to-day lifestyle that I have wanted so bad in California. Kim is very, very focused on helping me to accomplish what I'm after with my company because she knows that it's going to service the security and the exit that we want to have for our family. So it's they all feed into each other in concentric circles. You know what I think is, as you're talking about us working together on this, you know, together is always better. And, you know, in my network marketing team, our team kind of motto is uh, row together, grow together. So, you know, imagine you're in a boat and everybody has an oar and everybody's just rowing the wrong direction, right? Everyone's doing their own thing and just rowing. The boat's just going to go in circles. And that's the same for your family. So if you have a if you have a family you're working with this. Now, if you're like solo, rolling solo, don't worry about it. But 
if you have a family, a partner that you're working with, everybody in the boat has to be rowing the same direction in order for something to really get accomplished. And and there's so much more power as well on the other side of this, not just on the action side, but on the manifestation side. So when when Rob and I decided to take our independent uh, vision boards and create one vision board in our kitchen and put it publicly for display that we both saw it every day. We both talked about it with each other every day. And we both focused on one vision. Within one year, that vision was was handled. I'm going to tell you that that was singularly the most powerful couple goal setting thing that we have ever done. Because what happens is, like I like I said earlier, with you know going over a month of creating these buckets, you wake up in the morning feeling like P Diddy, and you continue. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> it's, I it, can't help myself. It literally sounded like it was like a, some insert that we added into the podcast. <laughs> you wake up and you have a a new thought about it, a new level of clarity about it. Well, the same thing happens when you post a vision board in your kitchen. Um, but a, like a like a with a deadline and pictures, like of ex- a real one, like a real one, but a tight. That you're like both a, invested in, but like a tight timeline. Yes. like this time next year we want this. Yes, Do you know what I mean. Like not, not like not a ten year plan. Not a ten year plan. Like this is what we're working on. And every day you're visualizing. You know, for us it was it was the the pictures of you know the home in California and living on the beach and you know all of that stuff. And so every day we were like, okay, well, how are we doing with this and how are we doing with that? So I love, I love. Of that idea. So, and you know what was interesting? And I know we've done a vision board, um, an entire podcast about that concept. So, if you haven't heard that yet and you're interested in it, just scroll back through. We've done an entire Friday on it. But one thing here's what was so interesting about doing that vision board. If you looked at our vision boards prior, Rob had on his this like California lifestyle, the watch he wanted, the this, the that, all of these things. If you looked at mine, it had on it Italy and travel and some other things that I wanted. Well, when we got together, we decided we were going to focus on one goal and that was getting our family to the South Bay, Hermosa Beach area by August, 2020, right? Or no, I'm sorry, August, 2019. That was our deadline that we put. And we were, we happened to be in Hermosa uh, one time checking it out. We took a picture in Hermosa with our family, like our little family, and we posted that in the middle of it and then put things around it that we wanted to do and be inspired by. I put mother and me yoga with Sophia. Rob had like surfing. So we had all of these things. We had the school Sophia want, we wanted Sophia to go to and all of these different things on the board that were around one goal, one. And that goal, when we decided that we are going to sell the clinic and make the move, I mean, we we put on there August 2019. We could have done that, you know, at the end of her school year in June of 2019 if we wanted. But what ended up happening is my vision board and the thing that I wanted with living in Italy and traveling and all of that, Rob looked and went, Well, you know what? You had all of this stuff on your vision board before. What if we what if we did that too? And so by focusing on one goal, we actually accomplished all kinds of other goals. Rob got the watch he wanted, we got this and that and whatever. So the the point is, if you can together put your focus and your energy and your visualizations and manifestation into one plan, one goal together, 
it'll be so much more powerful. So now for us, I'm going to begin visualizing these three buckets and filling the first bucket and the multiple streams of income we created. And by the way, you know, multiple streams of income, I have to tell you, I mean, I know that for 20, 30 years, experts have been, you know, spouting this. This is a genius concept because if you have a job and you click nine to five every day, what happens if you get canned? You don't have another stream of income to to rely on or to have as a backup or to have to be filling that security bucket. Like if your day job only meets your bills for the month and you don't have that extra, why not have an additional stream of income coming in that you can work in the pockets of your day? You know, I prefer network marketing and building a residual income there, but why not have that to build a security fund for your family? Why not begin that? Because if you're looking right now and you're saying, this is how much I make, I work in this job, I'm capped at this amount, I will never make more than that. Well, then how are you going to fill all these buckets? You know, how are you going to make this happen? So my, what I'm trying to say is, I think everybody should have multiple streams of income. And I look forward to not just having our two companies, but after we fill these buckets, beginning to invest in other companies and in other streams of income for our family. So we have a quite wide portfolio that is nice, solid foundation for our family. All right. So in wrapping this up, if I had to give you three, people ask me all the time for how do you do this and how do you do that? So in this area, if I had to give you three pieces of advice, first advice would be to identify what your three buckets are based on the definitions that we gave earlier and keep working on them until it's super clear and get some app, either Things or OmniFocus, it's actually called Things, or OmniFocus that uses the GTD system. And if you want to learn how to do that, get a book by Robert Allen called Getting Things Done. And it'll explain, explain to you how to accomplish bigger goals step-by-step. That would be number one. Number two would be to do network marketing because it's going to throw off some residual income. And it is a, a very low-priced way to step into another stream of income. And all you have to do is just really learn the skill set that's associated with that. And I'd recommend uh, taking Kim up on, uh, on her offer to do a brainstorming session with you that she hasn't offered yet, but I'm offering on her, on her behalf. <laughs> I was going to say, did I offer that? But I would be happy to. Um, I just, love to reverse engineer dreams. It's like my favorite thing. So she will, for, for anybody um, who reaches out, let's say that, because I can't fill her inbox, but let's say the first 10 people that reach out, she'll do complimentary phone calls to help you reverse engineer or brainstorm um, how network marketing can help you. She's not going to help you with your buckets because uh, that's not in her zone of genius, but, uh, but network marketing is. So just, uh, just you know how to find her, just at, at Kim Murgatroyd on Instagram. And then the last thing that I would recommend that you do is to create a, a poster board, a vision board, um, oak tag for those old people. Oak tag. Remember that? And, and hang it in your kitchen with pictures of exactly what you want and some deadline that's 12 to 18 months away. And every night I'm recommending a bottle of wine um, to, <laughs> oh my gosh. to look at that picture because having a bottle of wine, honestly, I mean, it could be a glass, but it uncorks, pun intended. It could that, be a sparkling water with a lime in it. He, he no, wants no, you to, no. I'm being, I'm being specific with wine. If, if alcohol is not your jam, then don't do alcohol. But if it is... 
I strongly recommend one to two glasses of wine because there's a lot of research that shows that it will open up part of your brain. Don't not get drunk, but get tipsy enough, quote unquote, for you to be, to just think freely and come up with maybe some unrealistic things to get out of your bubble, uh, some some ways that, uh, some new ways to help to accomplish it. So I hope those three things um, will help you to accomplish your dreams. So that's it for this week. We'll see you next week. Have a great week, everybody. All right, thanks for listening. If you love this episode and you know someone that needs some help in either stepping up their work hard game or their play hard game, it would mean the world to me if you shared this podcast with them to help me get this movement out there. So if you like what you heard, head on over to iTunes, take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and I will be forever grateful. So until the next episode, excuses are over. It's time to live.